So, Kate, I was bragging about you. <gasps> Me? Yeah, you. Why? Because I went to um, a really cool college football game that, oh. as you know, you know I live in Chicago, and I think we talk about it enough that the listeners know. And it was, they turned Wrigley Field into a football field, and it was oh, so yeah. cool. And we got these great seats, because no one really goes to this college football game. <laughs> so we had prime view of the marching band. Oh! Wait, which band? Um, one of the colleges. Can you say which one? Oh, uh, Northwestern. Oh, I didn't know they had a marching band. They had a marching band. Wow. And I was saying, oh my God, that's my sister. She'd see the <laughs> symbols. And now she goes to the Giants games. And everyone's like, what? Wow, how'd she get into that? And then Mose was like, yeah, you know, she's a school psychologist. So she's really dynamic, you know? Wow. Because like, on the one hand, she's so smart in this. And then she also does cool stuff like symbols. And oh my God. Literally, now that they have those like dating profiles where you could record like your stuff I think it should just be me and Moe's talking about how awesome you are oh, I was gonna say uh, wow you guys got my bio my resume um Wow. But it was, it was, it was really fun. And then as people know, when we line up or maybe they don't know, but we line up our track and then you kind of give me like an orchestra conducting me how to say the same thing. So we line it up. There was people doing that. And I thought of you for that. And I just thought of you all day. And then I even told you I had a dream about you, Kate. You're everywhere and everything. Why are you obsessed (laughs) with me? (laughs) It is creepy. It is. It is. Oh, God. Flattered. Huh. <laughs> Flattering times. My God. Yeah, so you're just great. So, wow. Yeah, that's that. And then I want a symbols to close out that talk. <laughs> Crash out. Sisters, sisters who've seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who've seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, shooby dooby doo Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who've seen it. Hello there. Hello. La la la. I don't know why I had a la. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it's like, do the gremlins say hello? They don't. They don't. They just show up. <sighs> no warning. I'm not into it. Oh, oh God. so let me introduce ourselves. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, listeners. So we are the sisters who seen it. The podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And it's a gremlin! (laughs) (laughs) That part was just a little bobby for me. Just a little bit, but it's fine. Kate, you said this last episode, and I think you gotta say it again. There's three rules, and what are those three rules? Um, okay, so don't put them in sunlight, don't get them wet, and then don't feed them after midnight. And Kate, Billy was terrible at his job! Billy broke the rules in, like, five minutes and I'm still unsure how old Billy is supposed to be in this movie. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. 80s? Where yes. are we? Who are we? What are we doing? I don't know, but I am so with you and I definitely like this movie way better than Look Who's Talking and it made me laugh and <laughs> okay. what is the movie, Kate? The movie this week is 1984 Gremlins. Wee! <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah. The wow. scene of them at the movie theater, and they're like, ah! <laughs> I just love the one with the popcorn bags on its ears. I'm like, oh my, oh my god. god. If you I can, can't. if you can edit like all of them, but the movie is like a Sisters Who Seen It logo, my heart. <laughs> My heart's done. Okay, I'll I'll work on that. <laughs> okay, it is funny. it is my turn for a synopsis because I didn't realize yes, I gave you. <laughs> sure you is. Okay, and ready. listeners, I just want to say this again. I feel this is a holiday movie. <laughs> it's a weird warped one, but there's Christmas. So, I don't know why people debate it. It's a Christmas movie. Because it's not, like, feel good, and they don't, like, it's not centered around Christmas. It just takes place around Christmas. It's like Die Hard, where it's Mm. like, we're not talking about Christmas, but things are happening, and oh my god, now it's Christmas. And you're like, wow. Mm. So I think that's why people are like, hmm, I don't know. But like, hello, Santa Claus gets attacked by a gremlin. That's not happening on Easter, okay? That's all I'm saying. The whole movie is snow. Yeah, like, everywhere. Snow, like so. perfect blankets of snow. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm going to read my sentence as I do. Okay. An inventor gives his son an odd little creature which <laughs> multiplies into monsters that reek the town. Re- reek the town? <laughs> Is it wreck the town? It's wreck the town. Oh my god! Shit! <laughs> Were you gonna correct yourself? I was what? gonna say wreak havoc, and I'm like, did I write it wrong? Oh my god! <laughs> wreck the town. Okay. Uh, they do wreck havoc, and they probably okay. reek if we smell them. So it's, I get it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so. Let's start off with the inventor. And I gotta tell you, Kate. Do we have to? I don't like him. (laughs) No, he sucks. He he was the most useless character of this entire film. Okay? So that is the dad. And uh, his name is Randall Peltzler. And Randall is this inventor who I'd say is terrible at his job. Which he modeled for Billy to be terrible pet owner. So that's fine. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much. so. So there's this kind of like this starts out with a story and i'm in chinatown looking for what somewhere to sell my inventions but also to buy my kid a christmas present and where do you go you go to chinatown okay what why Wh- and where it's are dark we? and foggy I don't, why i don't understand it was very like dick tracy so <laughs> <laughs> so we get to this place that just you know and of course they're super racist back then so i don't know they're in a shop they meet a guy there's like inappropriate chinese to like anything that any yeah, of the Asian there were some say. long duck dong yes. sound effects that 1984 I didn't need. get it together yep so he tries to sell him one of his inventions and then he's looking around and he starts to hear this like <laughs> and he's like what is that what's going on is that Howie Mandel is it Howie and then you're like it is Howie that basket and so adorable is we meet the first gremlin and we don't call him a gremlin we call him him a mogwi mogwai (laughs) but yes (laughs) okay what i hear and what i spell never (laughs) match up 
Wait, how do you say it again? Mogwai. Mogwai. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm already in a silly mood, and this is going to get worse. Just call him Mowgli or something. And- <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll get it. Mogwai eventually becomes Gizmo. So I, yeah. I think Gizmo is a better name for it. So we meet yes. really cute, adorable Gizmo. He's so cute. Oh my god, he's the cutest little oh, thing. He's got the, guy. these little big eyes and he's like a little furball and he's so, so, so small. He's like half a foot. Yeah. And so the dad is enamored and is like, oh my god, let me get that for my son. And basically the owner's like, listen, that's a lot of responsibility. And the kid for the owner is hustling and is like, is. no, 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 we'll sell it to you because we're poor and that's how that happens but he gets told these infamous three rules yes keep them out of the light sunlight kills them don't get them wet and most important never feed them after midnight which i'll give the dad that he did relay that he mm-hmm. did say he remembered and relayed that i was like that's okay. true so he takes it home and he gives his son billy now his son to katie's point i have no idea how old his son is are, are we 18 are we 42 are we 21? We'll never know. So his son works at a bank and you're thinking, okay, you're not in high school, but then he like brings him home little like pets as if he's 12. And he hangs out with Corey Feldman who is 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. So very weird. I so he says to Billy, Billy, I got you a present. Billy's like, oh my God, this is Gizmo. Gizmo's the best. I got to follow these rules. We're good to go. And then we see all these other things happening. We, we learn about the town. It's a very, Norman Rockwell town and it is during Christmas time so there's just like this beautiful layer of snow everywhere when I watched it with James that's all he kept saying he's like look at how perfect the snow is in every scene (laughs) then we see him at his bank job we see like you know we kind of meet the townspeople but it's very like weak ties we're not like digging into anything there's a little bit of a love story with Phoebe Cates who is named Kate in the film and she also works with him there's a little bit of a love interest fine so he's doing his normal thing and Corey Feldman somehow gets to the house because Corey Feldman's dad sells Christmas trees and Corey Feldman delivers a Christmas tree by breaking into their house. And by being dressed as a Christmas tree which I think just makes your job harder so I'm not really sure what the marketing strategy is. I don't know about it. I don't know if that's like before you become the science spinner you have to actually dress like the Christmas tree because he's like in the lowest tier of like promoting these Christmas trees. Very strange. Yeah. Very, very strange. So he shows up and drops the Christmas tree, and this is how he meets Gizmo. And he's like, whoa, Billy, this is super cool. What is this thing? And in spazzy Corey Feldman way, <laughs> trips and spills water or whatever. He spastically spills water. He does. And that was one of the rules. That was rule number two. Don't get it wet. And when you got Gizmo wet, basically he multiplied. And so he got all these little fur balls that flew off of it, multiplied. And now they're starting to say, whoa, what's going on? on this is pretty crazy and then there starts to be this kind of discussion of like should I take it to my science teacher to figure out what's going on should I share it with my dad my dad's like we can make a lot of money this will replace Uh, dogs dad I cannot I was like money ruins everything and then Mm. as this is happening there's a little bit of uh I would say (sighs) 
Poor parenting. Poor pet parenting. You think? Because one of the other big rules were don't feed them after midnight. And for whatever reason, the science teacher is up till 2.30 in the morning oh, doing lab experiments and leaves out a like sandwich. Like on Christmas Eve or some bullshit. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what that, that guy's got to get a life. <laughs> so yes. he leaves out a sandwich. At the same time, Billy's clock breaks because the wires were chewed through them. And so he didn't think it was midnight. And he fed them a ton of chicken and oh boy oh boy the worst thing happened and they turn from this adorable little furry gizmo to these like super evil gremlins and then all hell breaks loose and then Uh. the rest of the movie is just fighting these gremlins that are yeah that get to the extreme of killing some people there are deaths but then are also like really really funny and like (laughs) are silly and they i don't know how they all got these like little mini guns everywhere oh my god shooting people (laughs) and just it was like not as scary they no. looked scary but they were kind of funny with it too and so it's the whole Billy basically trying to clean up his mess and at the same time his dad is away his mom gets injured so he throws her to the doctor's house and he's trying to get the police to take it serious and one of the gremlins then basically they get to the point that they almost have them contained and they almost kill all of them and this final gremlin jumps into this giant pool and it multiplies like crazy and then the whole town goes into chaos and so the rest of the movie is like fighting that chaos which I would say has really funny moments uh has some scary moments yeah but it's very much then the rest of the movie is like action packed until the end and I can't wait to talk in detail about some of the scenes because they just Steven Spielberg filmed this so great was he the director by the way oh oh directed by Joe Dante okay he he was the producer and Joe Dante also did Small Soldiers do you remember that movie We gotta do that. Which is like pretty much Gremlins, but with like action figure. basically. Oh my god. Okay. So he's got a thing for scary little things. Actually. Okay, okay. Sorry, Joe Dante. Um, Steven Spielberg was a producer, but I'll be honest, it gave me some Spielberg vibes. Like, I thought the way yeah. that it was shot was yes. really cool. And like the small town feel, and yeah. Am I missing a major plot thread? Or do you think I covered it? I think it's fine. I mean, there is this whole part where like, there's the evil lady in the town that's everybody hates, but for some reason, she has a lot of power and influence, because of something something and she's openly threatening to murder his pet dog and then you're like oh no this must be important but then like it kind of isn't important at all and then the dog isn't in the movie and that's it so no it's not as important (laughs) okay cool I think we have to get into like descriptors because they did not have CGI at the time and I think that the way that this was like made the actual gremlins held up. Yes, Katie. I agree. Like, I mean, little less than 40 years later, and they looked yeah. awesome. Gizmo yeah. was cute. The oh. evil gremlins were evil, and every now and then there was one scene that you were like, oh, and it was mainly when they were all together, like all the giant like gremlin crew. Other yeah. than that, I was like, wow. Well, and they definitely did like one scene that was stop motion, where it was like, you yeah. see the one, the evil one stripe, like walking down the street, and he's like, come on, guys. Yes. <laughs> it's like, like dark, and then you see like the hundreds of them appear. I was like, okay, now these are not puppets. These yeah. are just, you know. But, like, cinematography-wise, every now and then, I was like, this is a really cool scene. And yeah. this is 1984! What? 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, Kate. Also, can we try as much as possible not to talk about the dad because he's so useless? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, great, 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 great. We could just skip him every time because pretty much all of his scenes have no purpose. None. The only purposeful thing that he does is basically to just kickstart the plot, which is like you said, where he goes to Chinatown and gets this all set up. And yeah, I freaking hated how he's like, wow, this is a cool store. You've got really cool things here. And then he's like, but what you don't have is this. And I was like, sir, why (laughs) are you trying to sell shit in this store? Oh my God. I cannot. But there's like, oh, there's like people like that and I don't understand. And it's really, it's a very much like salesman-y inventory. And he was so bad at it. And the mom just accepted his terrible flaws. And I was like, oh, I hated it. Why do we have all his inventions in the house that don't work? And she's like, oh, I love my husband. Ah, the coffee's gross. I'm like, wait, why? (laughs) Even Billy. I was like, Billy, you are an enabler right now. We are all enabling the father. We need to give him the real talk that he sucks at his job. Oh, God. I was like, Billy deserves a glass of orange juice and not to be, like, massacred by, like, a juicer. Okay. 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 All right. Moving on. So, okay. This was super racist part because they were like, we're in Chinatown and we're going to have some guy that, like, looks like he came out of Mortal Kombat. Okay. And like is giving him wisdom and I just was like, Ugh and then the the chimes were like he'd say something and it would just be like bung You're yep. like, All right, Very, all right, moving yeah. on. I did like how he basically was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna give you that because you're irresponsible. He's yeah, like, I don't even know. He called you it. And I know you're irresponsible. And I was like, You are correct, sir. And then he references that again at the end where he was like, I forget like what the term was he said, but like it was essentially being like Americans, you know, or like really white people, I suppose. He's like, Mm -hmm. you guys, like, you're not grateful, and then you take advantage and ruin things, basically. And I was Mm -hmm. like, correct. Thank you. Maybe one day we'll learn. Mm." And what does the useless dad do? He goes, don't worry, here's a smokeless ashtray I made. (laughs) Yeah. Blink, blink, blink. What? I don't even know. I'm not sure. But, yeah, so, and really this little kid, I don't really know if the little kid, like, was sneaky and didn't tell the grandpa he was doing this, like, sales deal in the alley, or if grandpa had a change of heart off scene that we didn't see, but the kid sells the dad gizmo, and then you hear the kid telling the dad all the rules, and then we immediately go to Christmas, (laughs) Christmas, we're not in Chinatown, Christmas, yeah, that's a change in tone, I'll tell you that, holy shit. Oh my god, well guess, and it gave me some real Home Alone vibes, Mm -hmm. but I definitely was like, okay, Christmas movie, done. We heard so many Christmas songs, Yes, and we quickly get to, I would say, this punch buggy car that has, as James Mose would say, perfect snow on it every time. I wrote that the snow looked like cocaine on the car. Oh my god. But then the neighbor goes off about foreign cars and had one line. And this is something I want to talk about, Kate, because in coronavirus times and our weird America and just... 
I was trying to understand what the freaking point of this was. So we have this neighbor who was in World War II and was sad that he lost his job and was just kind of like grouchy. And I just wrote he was the drunk neighbor. Yeah, he was a drunk neighbor. But he goes on and on about how foreign cars don't work and the TV is foreign. Anything foreign doesn't work. And so he was like, basically, like, if it isn't American, it's not great. And he's the one that actually tells us about gremlins. Yeah. And how gremlins come from foreigners and how when we were in the war they would put them in our planes and they would take over and so we never actually knew that gizmo was a gremlin like it was this guy who introduced us okay 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 so i'm like so the chinatown guy gives us a gremlin and then you have this neighbor talking about how like foreigners gave us gremlins and ruined our lives in the war and i'm like but we were the ones that didn't follow the rules we were and that's how they got out of hand so i I was like, what is this point? Like, I didn't understand the foreign point. And I wanted to know your take, or am I thinking way too deep into that? I don't think I ever stopped to think about that. Hmm. But, I mean, I guess I took it. I'm like, well, this guy's a drunk. So, like, everything he says is not... It's not real. ...to be listened to or agreed upon because of who he is. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the Chinese grandpa kind of saves things at the end because he's like, right, so I'm going to take this back. Because yes. Yes. you can't uh, handle it. This was dumb, and you guys were stupid, and mm-hmm. way to ruin everything. And I mean, I think everyone agrees that like Billy ruined everything. Billy ruined it. Well, and it's, then Billy it's not the Billy. China that ruined everything. <laughs> exactly. I don't think anyone thinks that. Well, and Billy was like, "Wait, Dad, he's gonna take it." The dad's that was the only time he wasn't useless. He was like, "Billy, yeah. I'm gonna give him a smokeless ashtray. Let's <laughs> let him get out of here. We ruined this. We ruined the whole town and killed people." He's like, "We're trying to avoid a lawsuit, Billy." <laughs> Come on. There were deaths tonight. Oh my god. Okay, so we get a little bit of, like, introduction and the other thing I thought was really interesting was how about all the logos? Like Burger King. Yeah, I saw, I wrote that one, the Burger King one. All these things that you're just like, oh my god. But we get into (laughs) first of all, the evil lady that hates the dog. I kept calling her Miss Hannigan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I wish I would have tolerated Miss Hannigan a little better because she at least would have been drunk and singing a song with Tim Curry. But no, this first I thought her name was Mrs. Gigglesworth. I don't know why. It's, it's <laughs> I thought it was Deagle. A, Isn't it, it Deagle? It's Deagle. Doesn't sound like Gigglesworth. I'm not sure where my ears were, but yeah. And her introduction literally is like her angrily stomping down the street and some guy's like, oh, hello, Mrs. Deagle. And she's like, what's good about it? And then he's like, and then you're like, oh, I guess this lady's a bitch. Got it. But then like we see more, you know, minutes and screen time of her being a bitch. And again, I'm like, right. I had it. Like, I'm good. I thought we didn't need as much of her. No. And she comes in and she openly threatens to murder his dog. Like, there has to be a law about that because Mm -hmm. no way. If anyone came up to me and threatened to murder my dog, I would, I would kill them. I would. (laughs) You would murder them? Yeah. (laughs) In my brain, I would at least, so. I don't know. She just was so crazy because she was like, I don't want money. Like, your dog ruined my snowman. That's why I'm carrying around a head. Okay. Which is I don't. And he stupid. was like, oh, I'll pay for it. And she goes, I don't want money. I want your dog. And I want you to drop the dog off at the pound. This was very Oren Ishii, okay? She's like, I want you to drop the dog off at the pound because if it's left with me, I'll do worse. And he's like, what's worse? And she's like, what I'll do is... And then she goes into this, like, dialogue about how she's gonna, like, murder the dog. I'm like, yeah, she's like, Whoa! I'll put 
put him in the dryer on the high cycle. And then some fucking man, who, again, we've got more enabling, he goes, yeah, that'll do it all right. I was like, sir, is anyone going to stop the madness? My God. Uh, but it's fine because, you know, as we all do in our adult jobs, Billy has the dog with him at work. You know, we all do it. It's totally normal. I wrote, Billy was ahead of his time bringing his dog to work. Google must have been like, you know what we should do for our corporate offices? I was watching Gremlins. We should let people bring their dogs to work. And just keep them under the desk. And as long as there's not a crazy lady threatening to kill it, everything's going to be fine. But I thought that was so funny because then the boss was like, what? why is there a dog here? I was like, do you work here? Do, like a guy literally, the security guard opened the door for Billy and the dog. Like it's not like he snuck the dog in. This is so weird. And we still don't know how old Billy is. No. So like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, I can't. Yeah, this plot was like, okay, I was like, let's move on. This is just like ridiculous. Yeah, but then right from there, so this was another weird thing because we see Billy at the job with the dog and then the next scene is Billy at a bar yeah. and I don't know where the dog is and I don't think the dog's there so I don't really know. Or is the <laughs> dog a person with us going about town? Who knows? But we see a weird performance by Judge Reinhold and Oh my god. Why did he Why? Fast times at Ridgemont High. What? It was just like a re- Union. I didn't know why he was going on and on about how I'm 23 and I'm gonna I'm a vice president and I'll be what are you gonna be Billy and Billy was like drawing first of all I thought he handled some woman saying that she was gonna kill his dog he decided just to draw her like a dragon and I thought that seems healthy that's a healthy you know? coping skill yeah and and instead he's getting yelled at by his friend that he should be like making more money or be a VP or something and I, I it was so weird it was just a little weak to be it honest. was weird because because, like, then you would expect to see that person, like, you would expect to see a scene later where they're getting, like, their comeuppance with the gremlins. And, like, I don't think we do. I don't think. He's, he's out of the movie forever. He's like, bye, guys. I got my check. I gotta go. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go home and the mom is, like, crying. And he's like, mom, why are you crying? And she's like, it's just a sad movie, Billy. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, no, mom, really? What's wrong? And then she's like, oh, it's that Mrs. Deagle. And you're like, oh, shit. Is she, like, pressing charges? This got serious on Christmas. And don't worry then we never fucking find out or talk about it because dad comes home and ruins everything as he does. So. What did you call her? Mrs. Gigglebutt? Mrs. Gigglebutt. We didn't ever see her until later. And Miss so Hannigan slash Gigglebutt I, I leaves just, the scene. I don't even know. Oh my god. Yeah, the dad comes in and he's like, anyway, it's all about me now. Hooray. Everybody come see me. And they're like, oh my god, thank god you're here. Wow. And he's like, I almost Almost sold something, and the wife's like, I'm so proud. Oh shit, what? How are oh we doing God. Christmas? And so he goes, I got you a Christmas present, but you have to open it now! Right, like, right now! I was like, there are, there are a lot of like returned puppies after Christmas for yeah. like parents coming home, like, I got you a present that you have to open now! And it's like, oh, did you talk to the mom about this? No? Okay. But then we meet Gizmo. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. I want one. I know, he's so cute. Oh, oh my, God. my God, he's 
so sinking cute. And he's like, bright light, bright light. Oh, my God. Oh, he's really cute. And that's where we we get those rules again. The dad, like, goes through it. Billy is, like, probably having a daydream about, I don't know what, (laughs) because clearly he didn't listen too well or who knows. But, Mm -mm. yeah. No, no, no. And it's, like, at one point he gives Gizmo a Santa hat. At another point he trips and gives him a little bandage. And, you know, they're, like, starting to bond. And Gizmo's just, what a peach. I would die for, like, a little Gizmo pet. Are you kidding? I know. And, like, then his dog, like, and Gizmo were, like, friends. And, like, they would, like, hang together. And, like, oh, it's a great day. I thought about that. I thought, I think Penny, my dog, would kill Gizmo. Because oh. it looks like a squirrel. <laughs> it does. Well, I was gonna say, very squirrel-esque. Yeah, so. very squirrel-esque. But right away, Corey Feldman comes in and he's like, here I come, direct the day. <laughs> Dressed as a Christmas tree. I'm so, I cannot so get over it. young. I was like, oh, Corey Feldman, you are a baby in this movie. And again, Billy is not, so why are well, we and, Okay, wait. That? Also, let's talk about why does Billy live in the attic? <laughs> like, why? Like, I thought I that don't... was a cool set. I was like, this is a cool space, I honestly. Just, I was like, wait, how old are you? And you're living in the attic, and that's like, it's a creepy attic wooden stairs. And Corey Feldman's like, hey, man, what are you doing up here? I'm not a Christmas tree anymore. I just broke into your house. And yeah, oh, cool. What's that pet? And you're like, oh, my God. Mouth from Goonies. Take it easy. Honestly, they were very, pretty similar. So, yeah. Oh, my God. And Corey Feldman spills the water because he's like, can I hold him? And then Billy's like, yeah, great day. And then he's like, okay. And then, like you said, he kind of, like, passes out and then spills all the water. And I hate it because the music music gets creepy and then gizmo is like screaming in pain and they're both just like what's happening <laughs> i was like somebody help them guys are just like sitting there oh my god just well, not enough reaction for me no first of all i i know cory feldman's like a child so i need to be a little less harsh but billy was like holy cow that's incredible like they multiply and now there's like five of them and cory feldman's like yeah yeah whatever <laughs> It wasn't even a full scene, but it was like a Bob moment, and I don't know why that was in there. I was just like, it was so weird. Why can't he be excited about this too? He's like, whatever, moving on. I think part of it was maybe because he was like, oh, can I have one now? Because he was like, I want one, and then Billy was like, I don't know, and then I think he was like, humph. Well, then I don't care, and humph. I'm gonna go read this comic over here. Okay, okay. But like, it wasn't executed correctly, in my opinion. So Mm -mm. it's hard to know that. And Gizmo's like, oh, no. Yeah, Gizmo's like, quick, toss him in the oven or something. (laughs) Shit. That would have been a different movie, honestly. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And then, basically, then, does Corey Feldman spill with water? Or, or, I'm sorry, not water. I'm sorry. The water's been spilled. There's five new ones. There's one now with a mohawk. And Billy's like, he's the leader. And then they're all, like, kind of assholes. And Billy's like, wow, they're kind of different than Gizmo. So weird. And then freaking that night, another horrific scene of you being a bad pet owner, Billy, is he wakes up to his dog, like, crying and his dog is hung up, like, saw style and some goddamn <sighs> Christmas lights and I didn't ask for it. Honestly? I hate it. When you called out the PG rating, Not it was okay. because it didn't exist before this movie uh-huh. and they say that this movie was, like, one of the reasons that it turned to PG-13. <laughs> 
<laughs> along yeah. with others. But to me, that dog like hanging scene, Horrific. I was like, oh, this is like, this is dark. This is yeah. like, oh, I hate it. And it's the thought that the like the five gremlins were like, hee hee and they like hung the dog up. Is I, that what I happened? I think so, but their okay. arms are only like two inches long. So I'm not sure <laughs> how we did it, but I, they, I, something. They did it. And if I, I was know. the dog, I could have eaten all of them, but somehow it's, it's fine. It's true. Yeah. And nobody was like upset. They were all like, wow, so weird. Thought I locked the door. I was like, does anyone have emotion? Anyone at all? Let me know. Cause your dog almost fucking died and I'm, I'm concerned about it. Honestly, I think all his like inventions have gone to their brain because it was so bizarre. Like literally even the mom was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but this is what triggers him to say, I'm going to go back to high school. We still don't know how old I am. Uh, I'm working at a bank. I don't work at the high school, but I'm friends with my high school science teacher. Did I just graduate? Nobody knows. Question mark. And then his science teacher's like, ooh, I couldn't wait because I do nothing but stay at the school and do lab experiments. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy was destined to be murdered first because ooh. not not good. Yeah. He yeah. leaves one of the little mogwais with him. One of the like evil ones. Just one. I would have been like, take all of them. Damn, you got cages? I got nothing. Shit. Well, and he takes blood and the gremlin did not like that. No. And when he eventually got the sandwich, right? And then eventually turned into the evil one. When he kills that dude, did you notice how he yes. stuck a little needle in his I leg? literally wrote, I go, did this guy just die via needle in the butt cheek? Because I'm not sure what brought about the death, but he I did. Was like, this was a petty gremlin. He's like, yeah, yeah you're gonna take blood from me? Um... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But then there's like, there's some scenes in here where it's more of like Billy and Kate and he walks her home one night because she works at the bar on nights and then they they kind of, they, they try, boy, bless their heart, do they try to set up the infamous Bob scene that happens later with Phoebe Cates. Oh But here my. they have her and Billy talking and he's like, yeah, it's Christmas. Kate said he forgot. Hooray. And she's like, not everyone likes Christmas, Billy. And he's like, what do you mean? Christmas is the best. And then she pulls out the science facts and it's like actually most people are depressed <laughs> around the holidays there's more suicides and everything's wrong so back the fuck up and I was like that's right Phoebe Cates give him the real talk wake up Billy alright <laughs> I wrote in capital letters that Phoebe Cates was like let me hate Christmas yeah. Billy <laughs> <laughs> honestly it was so weird and they were obviously just doing it to try and set up the later scene <sighs> which we didn't need but there it is so fine well okay I felt like when we did love Actually, okay, we need this character, Phoebe Cates, to go into the Love Actually story and give them some truth bombs. Yeah. Because not everybody has a great Christmas. No. Nope. And I kind of understood, you know, where she was coming from, but it was forced. Yep. Like, because they had carolers in the background, and Billy's like, I don't know what, how, what age I am. La la la. Do you want to go on a date with me? And she's just like, oh, I'm trying to date on Christmas. She's very Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, very much so. Oh and, my God. Um, yep. Then we have, you know, like we said, the science teacher is doing weird experiments alone at night and I don't understand it. And this is the scene where then Billy doesn't realize his clock is broken and all the little bogwais are being hyperactive in a box. And he's like, I guess I'll feed you. And then, you know, things are horrible. Okay, I have a question though about this mm. rule. Yes. So like, okay, I understand after midnight, but then when is it not after midnight? <laughs> Because 
if we're getting technical, like, all times are, like, after midnight. So, like, I would have preferred a time frame. You know? I'm just saying. It was difficult for me. Oh, my God. I can't. I cannot. Please have this conversation with Dad because he would... Fucking die. Like is I think it that's a fabulous not, point. Is it not between twelve and one? Because then you see the <gasps> science teacher and like you said it was like two thirty in the morning and then that's when the, the little guy eats the sandwich. So like that's like two and a half hours after midnight. What, what do we go till six hours after midnight? When can I not worry about that rule? Because I feel like I would be worried about it often. And then I wouldn't feed it and it would die like all my plants. So it would not be good. There is definitely some long blog posts on the internet about this and if it's not Kate you're writing it I'm gonna write it (laughs) I will start the wiki page because (laughs) we need answers damn it my instinct is to say like when it's dawn right but to your point we have time changes and what about Alaska (laughs) start for like weeks and weeks so what the fuck am I supposed to do oh my god I'm with you but I'll be honest I was distracted because little gizmo had some 3D glasses and he he was reading so cool comic and i just didn't pay attention to these rules for once kate i didn't pay attention to the rules so. okay well oh i will let God. it go because we'll never know but i kind of yeah. don't want you to because i think it's so freaking funny but I oh just, my God. i don't know i didn't know and obviously like it's it's plot so we just allow it and fine so Ugh. billy wakes up the next morning and we have Ugh, like pods Pod people. Ew, they're like cocoons. Green and and smoky and I don't like it. Alien esque and Yeah. And then they see that the same thing happened with the science teacher. And the science teacher's like, cool! It's like cool. (laughs) And I was like, is it cool or are we all about to die? Especially you, sir. Perhaps (sighs) you should be a little more concerned for your safety. Where are your needles, sir? Where Sir, please lock (laughs) them up, please. He tried to teach a science lesson where he's like they're going through metamorphosis and they're about to change and form an appearance and I'm like no you're just learning this and it's your fault yeah you didn't follow the three rules where's your sandwich right where's your sandwich sir sir yeah he wasn't even like nobody was upset by it they were just like wow okay and I was like uh should we set him on fire because I've seen alien and aliens and I know what I'm gonna do if I see one of those puppies fucking burning it well and signs they're only coming to this planet when they have given all of their resources are up in their planet so they're not coming to be our friends people <laughs> oh no, uh, not okay and now okay this is a, another confusing thing so then you see a scene of the science teacher with children like it's school Corey feldman's in this class not really for any important reason i guess because they just had to use Corey feldman because we paid him so let's put him in the scene <laughs> but the guy's like it's christmas eve bye everyone i was like why the fuck are these kids in school on christmas eve what kind of mess the place is this you guys are asking for, like, some mass hysteria to come about. Well, I, I think they just really didn't respect people's time, you know? After midnight, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, school on Christmas Eve. Like, who respects anyone's time here? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. But the teacher tries to, like, basically, the pod explodes. And he's like, okay, kids, see you later. The bell rang. Bye, bye, bye. And then he's like, if you want to get me presents, get me Super Bowl tickets. I was like, what? <laughs> Did you hear that? that. Oh, that's funny. I was like, what? And 
then he goes around the room and is like, where is this little, with this little buddy? Yeah. And he had a candy bar and he was like, little buddy, you want a candy bar? I was like, this, this ain't good. This is not, not good. No. And he sticks his hand holding the candy bar in a dark space Ooh. where you can't see under the desk and you're alone. And I'm sorry, but 80s was an asshole with stereotypes and you're all black guy and you're about to die first. And it's not okay. It's not okay. And we only see like the hand, like the creepy gremlin Ew. hand. And you're like, that's no fluffy gizmo. I know gizmo. No. Okay. I've been falling in love with him for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> this ain't gizmo. This is bad. No. Yeah. I do like how they did that in this movie where you didn't see what the gremlins looked like for a while. You kind of saw yeah. like an arm or you like saw like a shadow of them. Yeah. And then like you eventually saw the full reveal at different parts and it was well, scary. And the mom, I got to tell you for being this kind of like idiot enabler that uses machines that don't work and crying at movies and whatever. She all of a sudden turned into freaking Rambo because oh, she had I a love then- it. It fight awesome. them and had a knife and she just murdered gremlins like she yep. is a gremlin murderer and that was when we really see them and we really see how crazy they can get and they can throw stuff and try to like kill Ugh. you and she microwaves one she polarizes one with like some sort of like mixer yeah it was like a blender oh yeah a mixer I don't know and then she literally just psycho style stamped the shit out of one of the counter that we were like whoa <laughs> <laughs> it went so extreme she was like ee 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 yeah. And, the, and, the, and the gremlin was like, <laughs> yeah, that was a little nuts. Oh my God. But that part where the one gremlin, the stripe is in the tree. Oh, I hate that. It's so creepy. And he, Ooh. and they have, so they have like the red eyes and like, Ooh. I never noticed this until this time around. But like, if you look before he attacks her from the tree, if you look behind her, you see like his little red eyes like open, but they Ooh. look like Christmas ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I but the tree it. comes alive and it's not Corey Feldman. Ah, and even if it was, <laughs> I wouldn't be okay. But ah! <laughs> <laughs> and basically, Billy comes home. Thank and God. They just happen to have swords on the wall. Okay. And then he, like, basically tries to cut the guy, cut the gremlin that runs away. Yeah. Right? And that's when he takes his mom and he's like, all right, you end up, you go to the doctor's house. I've really screwed up and I got to clean up my mess. Right. And is that what he, does he go to the school first? No. Oh, well, I think he already was at the school because okay. the science teacher at some point before he died called Billy and was like, it has. Hooray! And Billy's like, I guess I'll come over. I don't know what's happening. And then Billy goes and he sees the science teacher dead. And then he gets like scratched by the one gremlin. That one might have been Stripe. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. Somehow Stripe doesn't get murdered in all this. But then Billy calls the mom and he's like, get out of the house. And then that's where she goes on her Rambo murder spree. <laughs> and then Billy runs home anyway. And then he helps her. Okay, whatever. okay, okay. But right after this is where he then goes to chase Stripe because it's only Stripe now is like the only one left alive or something and Ooh. Stripe this is where he goes to the fucking YMCA oh my it's God, not he... fun to stay at the YMCA <laughs> when there's well, gremlin and he finds the YMCA in a shining esque way by chasing the little <gasps> gremlin oh, like like paws and I was just like, oh, I hated it. Uh, listen, we all think the YMCA could be cleaner, and <laughs> this did not help. This movie, this did not help. I swear to God, I found a dead scorpion at the bottom of a YMCA pool once what? when we were doing swim practice. I swear to God. That is a very dist- 
distinct memory in my eight-year-old brain. Like a real one or a toy? I don't know, Bridge. It was at the deep end. What do I look like? Like after midnight? Or like when did midnight end? <laughs> it was, oh no, what was the time frame? <laughs> but okay, when he gets into the pool, right? And he's like, here I go! And just jumps in. Does a fucking cannonball <laughs> into the pool, which, I mean, you know, I'd give it an eight out of ten, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, I loved it. I really loved it. Because I even showed him in the underneath like the water. Sinking. Like sinking. Yeah. And he was just holding form. Um, like, you know, it was Olympic <laughs> high dive. But the rest of the movie, and Moe's kept talking about this too, like tons of fog. Lots of like green yeah. light fog. Kind of like goo. They used a lot of these like effects. And I didn't hate it. I really no. like thought it was kind of fun. A lot of bubbling. And you just thought to yourself, oh God, Billy. Like you really screwed up to this point. But this takes the cake. Because one little like morsel of water made Gizmo turn into five others. We don't know what's happening. But I knew it was bad. And I was like, oh boy. Here and it again, comes. This all could have been fixed right here in the scene if Billy just turned on a fucking light switch in the YMCA <sighs> pool. But he doesn't because he's a ding dong. He really, I just, I wrote, this is what I really wrote down. He sucks at being a pet owner. <laughs> he does. Oh my Even God. Even his dog. I'm like, oh my, I can't. And then he does what people in 1984 do where he runs to the cops and he's like, oh. hey, help me. It's Christmas Eve and there's these monsters. And the cops are like, uh, sir, are you drunk? We don't know how old you are either. The one cop is like actively <laughs> drinking too. He's like, are you drunk or am I drunk? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't think you should say that. I, oh, okay. I hated it. I was like, negligent cops. Those cops suck too because in a later scene, they're in their fucking car oh. driving around and so we see a horrific scene of a Santa Claus literally being murdered and he runs up to the car for help and they go, oh, that looks like, uh, you know, Bob and he plays Santa and he's like, what's going on with Bob? Like, nobody had concern. Oh. We were all a little too chill. And then they fucking roll up the window and they're like, we'll see you later, Bob. Good luck with that. I was like, all right. I hated it. It's too real for me, okay? Pretty much. Realness. Pretty much. I was like, the cops watch someone get murdered and drive away. Yeah. (sighs) But here we go. So we don't really see the gremlins, but we know it's coming. And then the neighbor that was complaining about all the foreign stuff, the TV's not working, so he goes, I gotta go fix it. And basically the gremlins hijack one of his tractors. Oh and my god. Murder him and his wife by driving through the house. And this is where he goes, It's a crap one! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I laughed. That's your final words before you're gonna fucking die is to be like, I was right. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> he gave me the same vibes that the wacko dude in Independence Day that murders himself to save everybody. And I oh, cannot Randy think Quaid? of him. Yes, Randy Quaid. He gave me some <laughs> serious randy quaid vibes in this scene oh my god yeah because he was also like i've seen those aliens and i'm (laughs) gonna beat them and then this guy's like i know those gremlins but this guy doesn't beat him he just stands against the wall and he um dooms his wife forever because she could have ran the other way but he was like quick over here and then they're in a corner yeah so fucking ridiculous and okay this is where the movies that don't take themselves as serious work well and this did it right because like the science teacher's murdered they murder two more dead dead um, and then they try to murder the mom but yeah. I was like laughing the whole time 
time. And yeah. I thought, how are they getting away with this? And then it's because they're like kind of these goofballs, you know? They're like, ah, we're driving the tractor. And I just, I don't know. I like liked it. Yeah. Am I okay? Well, and also <laughs> that it was great to see the death of Mrs. Not Giggles, but but Mrs. Deagle. Oh my God. That was like an info commercial gone wrong. The s- <laughs> Yeah, this is like a a warning for your Stairmaster to make sure it's not gonna short circuit and fly you out a window. But I love the part where she's like, Christmas carolers, I hate them. (laughs) And then she fucking goes to like throw water on them. What a bitch. My God. (laughs) But it's it's a bunch of gremlins with like little like. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so cute. What are those called? They have little earmuffs. It's like an earmuff. They had little hats and they were like, sweet silver bells. And they had sheep. Where did you get the sheep music? Are there dead carolers like off screen that we can't see? I don't understand. But everything was like in their size. Like they had this magical ability to find this. And I guess they like messed with her stair lift because to your point, not only does it just fly her up the stairs, but then she shoots out the window. (laughs) Like it's like six flags gone yeah. wrong and yes. ends up face planted in the snow and you're like it's not like she's shaking it off being silly she's dead and she, she dead. dead she did and Ooh. that happens right in front of the cops and then that's where the cops are like what's going on here and i was like oh my god again well and then Corey feldman's contract comes up so we gotta show yeah. him for three seconds give him a slingshot yeah <laughs> so he slingshot in there gremlins <laughs> and trying to like murder them yeah and then we just leave Corey feldman hoping he's okay we never Never see him again, so we'll never know if he made it out of that night oh alive. Oh my Who knows? god, we Who never knows? know. And then we talked about the terrible cops that just ignore everything. And then we get to what I think is a really funny scene: is, is that at the bar? Wait, I do want to just make mention okay. right before we get there. Is for some reason Billy's car starts working again? Magic. Out um, of why? Uh, her right for plot. I don't know. Uh, so I'm not really stupid. sure. But he's in the car, and then you listen to the radio station. <laughs> the rock and bricky <laughs> He's like, I keep getting these calls about these little monsters. And what is it, guys? It's not April Fool's. Get out of here. And then you hear, like, a window crash. And he goes, what's that? Is that a Rockin' Ricky fan back there? Hey, you're not a Rockin' Ricky fan. <laughs> and then you just hear him being like, uh, probably, he doesn't die because we hear him later. But um, some somebody's dead, I think. That was a Jurassic Park moment where it was so like. So funny. Oh, no. What's happening? You just hear noises. <laughs> oh, my God. And he, yes. and he just, like, turns off the radio and just keeps driving. You're yeah, he's like, like okay, anyway, Billy. gotta go to Phoebe Cates. And yes, now Phoebe Cates is... Oh, my Homegirl God. surfing gremlins. Kate. Beer. Ma'am? Kate, my first... They're not paying. First bartending job. Okay. Bridget, did you serve gremlins? It felt like that. you're about to tell me? Kate, it felt like that. My first bartending job. It was on Sundays when there was an adult men's softball league that would end and they would come in and they had been drinking all day at the game and they come in and I didn't know anything and I'm like 18 years old like an idiot and they would have all of the shots. Just shots and shots and shots. And one... One time it got so out of hand, some guy made a paper napkin airplane, lit it on fire, and Sir! threw it into the bar trash can, and I oh almost God! blew the fuck up. And I was like, literally, this is like PTSD watching her be like, oh, have a beer, have a, have a Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah, but like, oh my god, I literally feel like any bartender that like worked at a crazy place is like, Phoebe Cates, I understand. These gremlins are terrible. Oh my god. Well, I hope you never experience a gremlin that flashes you because oh, why? Oh my do it? god. That okay, was another, need, like, it was a little gremlin size <laughs> coat. Where the fuck are these gremlin clothes being manufactured? I have questions. Okay, wait, we gotta, we gotta lay it out. So we had one flasher in a trench coat. Yep. We had a, an aerobics instructor. That was like flash dance. Why? Did I ask for it? We had a, a poker game that was like so serious, but like also turned to like love story where one of the gremlins had puppets pretending to be the love interest in the scene. Do you remember that? I, I remember the puppets, but I didn't know what that one gremlin was supposed to be. I wrote that I was a Frank Sinatra gremlin. Oh, okay. And I don't know if that's correct, but that's what I wrote. <laughs> And there was also a random female gremlin that we only see for like a couple seconds and then we uh, never see again. And I didn't know if that was really a female or if we were just wearing a wig and makeup because there's tiny gremlin things being manufactured. So one of the best decisions I think they made is just making it like no sex. Like we don't yeah. know what if it's guy, girl, gremlins, whatever. Because the fact that they could like flip all these different scenes, I believed it because I don't know what the hell they were. Yeah. Oh my God, I was laughing so hard. And then one of them, she goes to light a cigarette yeah. and realizes that they hate light and that's where all of a sudden she then starts like taking pictures of them to get out of the bar. Oh, and then we see a bandit gremlin who again has a gremlin size uh, sock mask and a gremlin size gun and oh, he goes to shoot her God. and I don't, somehow she doesn't get shot. I don't know. I don't even know how she gets out of that. I guess, I think Billy did something to help her get out. Oh no, he pulled up the car and the car lights shined into the bar and they were oh. like, Oh, okay. Um, and then they were able to flee. And then his car doesn't work. Yep. But they basically then start to kind of figure out where to go. They run to the bank, right? They run to the bank, and then she tells the most horrific this, this story is, ever. Here's, there's the Bob scene. Kate, take it away. This is the universal Bob scene. All right, so there is no buildup. I wish I could give a buildup to be like, don't worry, this is what we're talking about. Nope, she just starts talking about, hey, Billy, so... When I was nine, my mom and I were home waiting for dad. And then a couple hours passed and like, where's dad? And like, we never saw dad and we didn't know. And then there was a weird smell coming from our fireplace. And then the cops came in the fire department and, you know, they went in. They thought it was a dead bird or, or a cat. And no, it's my dad and dressed as a Santa Claus and his neck was snapped. And wow, he died instantly. And that's how I found out there's no Santa Claus. And um, Billy says nothing. And then we all move on. She also built up the fact that she's like, we didn't know where he was for days. And then we smelled something and it was coming from the chimney. And it was basically my rotting father. And she ends it by saying, and that's the day I also found out Santa Claus wasn't real. No Santa Claus. And I was like, well, that's probably the worst way to find out there's no Santa Claus. Honestly, so... if I was to redo this scene, I think in the background should be like a bunch of gremlins going like, and throwing stuff at her to just be like this is not this is so extra it just why like i didn't oh know i don't know i don't know if there was more scenes that just got cut or like like you could have just not liked christmas we didn't need a horrific tragedy also this is a small ass town so like i do not believe that nobody else in the town billy had to know yeah like what uh oh, billy. Billy. billy okay this really is my favorite scene yeah where then they're <laughs> like good. where are they all where did they go 
What? It's quiet. It's eerily quiet. We're scared. And somehow they like go towards the movie theater because they start to like hear noises, right? Yep. And Kate, did you have any horrific experiences like this when you worked at the movie theater? <laughs> the movie theater I worked at. I probably did that I just repressed. But yeah, I never had to work the projection booth, but like watching them mess up the reel, I was like, well, that's going to be a bitch to reel back up again. Shoot. I mean, damn. But um, it was so like just the fact that they're all in there and like they're all like yeah this is what we do now this is where we hang out i suppose like no there were no gremlins that were like guys what if instead we go over there they're all like no 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 it's cool it's cool we're gonna go in here and like eat popcorn and then we watch snow white and the seven dwarfs so what okay oh my god and even billy and kate were like what are they they're all in there and he's like they're all watching snow white and the seven dwarfs and she's like all of them he's like all of them (laughs) and then even gizmo is like they're all just singing the song it's like wait what message what's the subliminal message is this that like snow like a disney movie can you know is that the fourth rule like if you can't handle them put on snow white and the seven dwarfs you know if you gotta wrangle him in put on hi ho oh my god but he has the billy then instinctively is like we're gonna burn it all down and i thought do you want to talk to kate about this because you just basically turn the gas on tell her to hold her breath and light something on fire and i'm sorry if i'm there i'm screaming at you at the top of my lungs that like why couldn't i get out of here why am i down here with you yeah a little bit of a close call in my opinion but you know plot because then they go to leave and it's behind the movie screen and the real like cut so then it's just the light and the gremlins all see their shadow and then you know the gremlins go on a gremlin stampede which i do love that part where you see the little shadows like running like crazy good oh my god it's so scary and then now it's a gremlin chase and then we lock the gremlins in the thing and then we run a total of i don't know maybe 20 feet and then somehow we survive when an entire building explodes yay hooray we did it 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 was as believable as her story about her dad we just moved on yeah and also what's not believable is that the one gremlin who's the little bitch who started this all decided to go across the street to get some candy and so he did not blow up and then he's like oh shit everyone's blown up better go back to the ymca i guess he did not care about his gremlin buddies because he was no. just like oh wow i guess they're all dead la 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 i'm having candy la, la, la. having candy <laughs> um but they see him and they're yes. like we gotta take this guy out and i will say as much as billy is a terrible pet owner and caused all these horrific things to happen he's trying hard to clean up his mess so he's like he all is. right i gotta get this last guy or else it's gonna happen all i'm gonna have my ymca fear all over again katie's gonna see a scorpion we don't know what time it is we gotta do this <laughs> we gotta nip it in the bud now yeah but it was such a good store to pick yes because they had like toys it was like sports equipment they yeah. had like garden stuff so there was a fountain with water and some scary scenes here kate oh i hate it texas chainsaw massacre i hate that me i hate the crossbow i hate the chainsaw i hate when he appears on the tv and like oh. i know it's like a little like silly jump scare but i'm just like ugh. i think it's creepy because in a department store 
store like this where you have all these aisles and like different things. And it's a little different, I feel like, if there's like a human person or like something bigger, but like when it's small like that, like you can't see him. It can like hide in places and like I don't know. Like he like blended in with like the little E.T. you know, stuffed animal, which like LOL Steven Spielberg reference, but my God. I just like that is creepy to me. That's like ugh. It was very creepy. And I know that you're you're actually scared of this scary movie. It was a little chucky. Oh, I hate it. Ew. But don't worry, because Gizmo's like, it's my time to shine. And he freaking gets in a Barbie electric it's car. It's iconic. <laughs> driving it's and so I awesome. lost it and the camera is from his little angle driving oh, the car yeah. oh my god he's like Billy we gotta finish what you messed up <laughs> and he what you and Corey Feldman fucked up let's do it you and Corey. Right. oh my god and he's like I am meant to be the only one of my kind yeah oh my god but like this is back and forth and freaking the Kate character just had to turn the lights on what did it take her like an hour to turn the lights on she just has to press buttons i don't know what's taking so long and instead she turns the water on and gives him like a fountain she really didn't do her job well they are a match made in heaven i mean they're a little bit spazzy (laughs) yeah gizmo's the one that saves everything in the end because his car goes off a ramp and i think the ramp is like a shovel or something yeah and then he flies like 40 feet in the air and he slams into a wall and then from there he grabs onto the little like pull chain of the block some blinds and then he opens the blinds while like billy and kate are standing over there like what do we do and it's like well thank god fucking six inch tall gizmo is here to literally do a human job okay great he had to finish the job and at the same time that stripe was had his hand in the water Uh, so he he was multiplying and then he got like the sunlight and i thought i thought the same thing you thought which is all they had to do was like just shine light on all these and they would have died you didn't even need to blow them all up you could have just no. turned the lights on turn the lights the on you could have done that in the theater too yeah like what the fuck the whole building would have been saved if you just yeah. turn well, the lights now on. we blew it up so well there we go um <laughs> and then don't worry because we bring gizmo back home and he is getting his temperature taken by kate and having chicken soup and then the original man from chinatown comes in and is like y'all are the worst give me back my gremlin and i'll leave and the dad's like here's a smokeless ashtray well and the first thing the grandpa says is he goes you're letting him watch tv i was like <laughs> uh, i think there's worse things happening by the way a lot of people died sir there's, there has been death um yeah and then that's where he goes in his speech about how americans are irresponsible and ungrateful and i was like yeah yeah you're yeah, right yeah and i was like oh god useless dad again but i mean it was kind of good to be like take it away because if they kept him i would be like who's to say Corey feldman's not coming over doing all this dumb stuff all over again he definitely would immediately and the movie ends with the dad doing a voiceover where he's like so if your washing machine breaks or the car won't start you better turn on the light and look
look under the bed because it just might be a gremlin. And I was like, okay, I didn't need to end on that. We could have said something cute about Gizmo, but sure, let's go with the really dark, horrific part. Why? Oh, no. Like, why couldn't we have Gizmo, like, given, like, finger guns and, like, like, given a wink? (laughs) He's driving his little Barbie car into the sunset with Grandpa. Oh, my God. God. I love that. so good. Him and Grandpa in, like, a car side by side. (laughs) A convertible, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, But, uh, to me, the best part about this movie is when the gremlins, like, get out of control, they're so funny with each other. And while looking so scary and evil, it was the best. Like, no movie really does this, where it balances, like, a really scary looking thing being silly. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of those movies out there. So, Kate, I love this. And it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is. It hands is. down. Kate, would you watch this again and again and again and again? Yes, I would. And I Same think I here. do. I do usually around Christmas time, I think, visit it. Because it is, like, it's a different vibe, obviously, than a lot of the traditional holiday movies and whatever. So sometimes that's nice. And it's a fun time. It is a fun time. And I think it's time for me to tell you what movie is next. Well, actually, Bridge, oh. before you do that. Oh, well. I have something for you. You do? I do. I just emailed it to you. <gasps> do we get a dad quote? Maybe. Okay. I'm going to play it in three, two, one. All right, dad. Ah, Our movie dad. this week is Gremlins. Oh, don't feed them at the midnight. <laughs> and watch out for <laughs> Slick and his gang. Oh, Stripe? <laughs> oh, that's the guy. <laughs> this is also, do you think this is a Christmas movie or no? Uh, no. I don't, I don't know why they did that around Christmas time. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. People will confuse them with elves. Oh, yeah. Well, elves <laughs> okay, Dad. Okay. Oh, my God. What did he call him? Slick? Slick. <laughs> That's Watch a better name. Watch out for that Slick. Hey, that Slick's no good. He's a bad guy, all right? Me and, uh, you know, Danny Zuko is sick. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I'm impressed, Kate. Nice move. Ugh, love it. And it's a Christmas movie, Dad. Yeah, Dad, you're wrong. It Get is it a together. Christmas movie. God. Oh my God. Wow, Kate. Well, it's now now time, right? Now time to give now you... Now it's time. Okay. <laughs> it is the season for the time. Okay, so I'm okay if you veto this, okay? Okay. Only because it is somewhat, somewhat similar themed on is this really a Christmas movie? Mm. But I think it should be. Okay. And this is from a director who we have already used before, who is fantastic. I have to get the year, 1993. Oh, best year for movies. It's a musical dark fantasy holiday. Okay. (laughs) I have no idea. This is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't know if you'd be like, Bridget, that's Halloween. You're the no. worst. Okay, I think okay. This is more, I mean, it's like kind of both. With I guess. Jack the Pumpkin King. Oh, and Catherine O'Hara. Oh, but she's my not like funny, God. but it's fine. 
we'll accept it. I love this movie. I love the songs. We watched this a lot as kids over and over and over and over and over again. And when I was really little, I remember it like scaring me and then it didn't. Oh. Yeah. Well, the boogeyman's scary in this. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, I probably watched it when I was like four or something not appropriate. True, true, true. And then I was like, oh my God, trauma. Oh my God. But like, that's why I was like, are we like ruining Christmas? Because we're like giving all these like crazy movies like Gremlins and this? Um, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay. We still got a Santa, we still got elves, we still got snow and shit, and reindeer and shit, and there's a bunch of shit, and it's Christmas, so we're gonna do it. Woo! And Bridge, sometimes Christmas is, like, really depressing, and statistically, more people are sad. So, anyway, that's how I found out there was no Christmas Santa Claus. <laughs> Okay, I got it. And honestly, I hope that people that do feel that way listen to us and then they get to laugh. Okay? Because we got you. Don't be sad. Yeah. But Kate, Bridge, if you happen to get a present by our inventor father. Oh, God. (laughs) Who gave you three rules. Okay? And one of them is to not feed them after midnight. I I think you should really ask for clarification on when that time (laughs) is. (laughs) I I need time frames. I need time zones. I need daylight savings directions. Um, What if I live in Alaska or, you know, other parts of the globe? Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Well, and Bridge. Yeah. If you were just, you know, minding your business, hmm. chilling at home. Yeah, totally. And a rogue Corey Feldman dressed as a tree busted into your home, started reading all your comics and trying to spill water on your shit. Oh. I would tell him, get the fuck out because you're going to start a gremlin movie. All right. Ooh. Get out of here. Get out of here. You get out. Kick that 12 year old out. Get out of here, you. Yep. Because I love you. Wow. That's really sweet of you. I really, really like that you're taking care of me. Uh, and listeners, if you also um, were confused by Corey Feldman in this movie, <laughs> and if you don't understand the time rule like me, and if you think that Gremlins is a Christmas movie, Ooh! you should write us a review. Yeah! We love reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts, along with some other podcasting apps. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. If you scroll down on the main page, there's a form you can fill out to request a movie. So we are in the holiday season. Feel free to go on there, scroll down the page, fill out the form, and we may do it. And Bridge, what else can they do on our website? They can buy us coffee and it jumps the movie line! No, um, they can buy us coffee, which Katie right now is having some hot cocoa, so maybe that's what we should have instead of coffee, because it's Maybe. Christmas time, and Christmas time means snow. Snow that looks like cocaine if it's in the 1980s. Definitely. And it's perfect, perfectly, perfectly placed onto <laughs> yeah. the town. Um, and uh, I lost my train of thought, but give us money! Give Woo! us money! But yes, reviews are really fun because we can actually like listen to what people like and don't like and change. But boy, oh boy, money's just real sweet, you know? Money's like, hot damn! You love us! Let's do it! Yes, yeah, so listeners, check all that out. And we hope to hear from you. We love you. We hope you're enjoying this Christmas season full of dark, dark Christmas movies. Oh, it's just like real life, right? Okay. Oh, I mean. We're all trying to get out of it and we're being (laughs) real over here. Well, there will be no Phoebe Cates monologuing about dead dads in this next movie. So we'll Mm. see y'all next week for Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got Christmas in the title. It's a Christmas movie. Done. Agreed. Okay. Forget all the Halloween stuff. Christmas it is. We'll see you 
then. I love Bye-bye. you, Kate. I love Bye-bye. you. I love you. Bye. Don't feed them after midnight and figure out when that ends. Bye-bye. I'll never know. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.